I love the little God winks that he gives me. When I came up to walk, it was 444. And Sarah gave me a word about this year being 444 for me. So I feel like, you know, it's just another little kindness of God to go, I've got it. I've got you. But first of all, I want to say, wow, how excited are we to be celebrating with you in the promise of God, literally standing in the promise of God. Pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. And, you know, it's it's a huge privilege to be celebrating this with you. So we were really excited to come, um, as I have introduced my friends already, but we felt the Lord wanted to speak on rain, fire and wind. And they're all powerful. They're all expressions of God. And Tim had the word refresh. And so each of those rain, fire, wind are all going to link into this word refresh. And, yeah, I really feel that the Lord has marked this weekend that he has actually purposed it, planned it, ordained it, drawn a line in it, is opening a new chapter for you, all these things. So first I just want to pray. So I just want to pray. Father God, we thank you that we are standing in a manifestation of an amazing promise. Lord, we give you glory that we are united together in this place. And, we, and Lord, I pray that your heart would be revealed in our words, that your breath would breathe power on those words. Lord, that your word would be like a seed that's deposited in hearts. And I decree that no weed will choke out the word. I speak to those weeds and I say you are bound. You will not snatch away the word of God in the hearts of the people. And Lord, I thank you that you are going to move with your rain, your fire and your wind. I thank you, Lord, that you are going to not just move this weekend, but you are going to be seen in this place through your rain, fire and wind. Lord, I thank you that you have separated out this hour, this time and this minute, even down to 444. That's how detailed you are, God. That's how precise you are. It's nothing is out of order in your house, that, you're, that you are a God of order. You're a God of faithfulness. You're a God of kindness and goodness. Lord, I thank you that bursting from this place will be testimony of your power, goodness, kindness, faithfulness, love, and there will be an overflow of joy from this place, that the well of the Spirit will, will be released and there will be living water and joy that flows from here. So, Lord, we just ask that your presence and your aroma and your fragrance would fill this place. Lord, you told me to wait, told me to wait for your fragrance, wait for your fragrance to fill this place. Lord, we wait with expectancy, with hope, with joy, with anticipation, with readiness. Lord, we ask that you will prepare our hearts to receive your rain. Lord, we've got areas that are not great, areas that are, have residues and things from the past and things from the present. Lord, we need your rain to wash them. We need your rain to revive them. Lord, we need your rain. But, Lord, I thank you that we can wait on you with expectancy, knowing, knowing that you will meet us. So, Lord, I invite you into this space. I decree that every other spirit has no place here. I decree that every work of the enemy is cancelled. I decree that every battle has been won by the Lord. I thank you that the song of heaven is greater than the noise of the enemy. I thank you that the song of heaven is being sung over the people. As soon as I enter the building, I hear the song again from last night, the song of heaven that's being sung over you. 
I thank you that 444 decrees the open door, decrees the open door or the double door or the triple door, but decrees the open door in the new day. So, Lord, we thank you in advance for what you will do. Lord, I just ask that every word I speak will only be of you. And Holy Spirit, I thank you that it is only in you and through you. In Jesus' name, amen. So first I just wanted to share a summary. Like if I could just snapshot the whole weekend into the first two minutes, three minutes maybe, this is what I feel the Lord is going to wants to stay to you for the whole weekend in a nutshell. So I hear the Lord say, you will see my fire fall on hearts set apart for me. You will see the wind of my spirit blow. You will see my breath bring dry bones to life. This is the era of my resurrection power. You will see my rain fall on barren places and my living water flow. Do you believe all I am decreeing over you? So I feel like the Lord's saying, these are big statements. When in worship, I felt like I heard myself saying that first part and I saw that you were looking out over the landscape of your life and you were seeing barrenness, some dry areas, some holes. And I could, I could see myself saying it and I could hear God saying, they don't think I can revive it. They don't think I can breathe life. They don't think their landscape would change, maybe the person next to them. They don't think my water will flow in those barren places. So this is the main question I feel the Lord asking. Do you believe what he's decreeing? My rain will refresh and replenish. My fire will rejuvenate and ignite and my breath will revive and birth. This is what I believe the Lord is saying about this weekend as a start, but in the months to come. So allow your faith to arise for all the Lord will do. It's hard to believe for those lands, big landscape changes. It's hard to believe for that, especially when the path up to that point has been hard and has been tough. We've tasted a bit of that battle in the week coming up leading up to coming, and even today. The battle to release God's word over you. So the Lord goes on to say, I have seen the battle season, the hard season. I have heard your heart cries. Be refreshed in my presence. Drink in all I have for you this weekend. Leave this time cleansed of the residue of the last season and set apart for the new for you will see me open the new to you. So this is kind of a strategy. The Lord is saying, you know, there's some residue. We all have it. Some residue of the last season. He wants to wash that, refresh that with waves and waves and waves of his presence and healing and those things so that you will be set apart for when he opens the new, which I believe he's doing now this weekend. So we've been, I believe we're in a time where the Lord is closing the old chapter at the same time as opening the new one. So he's opening the new one. He has opened it for you. I decree that over you. It is open. So he is opening the new, and even the 444 was like, have you really, like even sometimes I think, but has it really opened yet, God? Or maybe there's one or two that maybe you're opening it next week. And he, he does that for me so that I will be bold to know no, it's open. It is 444. It is open. The new season is open. The chapter is open. But at the same time, he's closing the old one because there's bits there that aren't totally finished, aren't closed off, still have residue, loose ends. So, as I said, we're doing the rain, fire, and breath and wind. But Mez did some prophetic art. She did a prophetic art piece for every session. And the Lord, there was so much confirmation in what each of us received in what God told her to do for the artwork. So I wanted her to explain, before I go into what God said for me about the rain, I wanted her to explain the artwork, which if you have a chance later, go up and look at the detail. 
so um, this is brand new for me. I have never done prophetic art really before, just a couple of bits and pieces here and there. So it was, sorry, a bit scary. Um, but uh, the Lord is faithful, isn't he? And uh, when we go to him and ask him, he will always provide for us and help us. So my painting over there, if you can see it, um, it represents the message of this first session that um, Katie's going to bring. The refreshing of our hearts and souls and mind, the washing us with his word, cleansing our hearts and doing a healing in us, healing our thoughts, emotions, desires, hurts and dreams to come into alignment with his plans for each of you individually, his plans for the church as a whole and this entire region. And the blues and stuff represent the rain and I made it a quite a heavy background because it's not just a sprinkle. He's coming to actually pour down on you. He's coming to, you want to feel the weight of the rain as he washes the hearts clean. As his words from scripture, I've, when I was wanting to do it, I had um, Psalm 51 constantly going through my mind, creating me a clean heart, O oh God, and renew a right spirit within me. And it was such a beautiful confirmation last night that um, Eddie was here and twice he sang, he started singing that song creating us a clean heart, the Keith Green one. And I just, as Katie's words come out from what the Father is telling her and as you hear scripture, I want you to receive it and I want the rain to come and to drench you with his goodness and with his love. And the movement and the colour will hopefully bring a sense of his active word, his actorema word in your life at the moment. Um, the, there's three pansies that I've put in there. Um, at the beginning of the fleshly heart that then turns into the a love heart. So the, as the word of God and the, and the rain comes and washes through the fleshly heart, he turns our flesh and our desires and our carnal nature into love, which is his heart. And um, I just did a couple of pan, three pansies on there to, I guess, represent Father, Son and Holy Spirit. It's not one person, it's the Trinity that works in us. And um, also pansies to me, um, when I used to live in England, it used to be freezing cold and my jeans would snap freeze on the line, but pansies still remain soft and supple and tender. And they remind me of the tenderness of God's heart towards us. And um, that even through the winter seasons and the winter times, if we just keep our eyes in the word and listening to what prophets and other people have to say to us that we can remain tender and the bitterness of the winter season doesn't hit us. Um, yeah, so overall, I hope as you look at it and as you go to it, that it draws you closer to the heart of the Father and as he prepares us for the refining fire that will come later on. So that's it. <laughs> hey, I love prophetic art. And she is amazing at explaining and bringing out the fullness of God's message. So the rain, when I sat with God and said, oh, God, the rain, you know, I've got some ideas. And he's going, Katie, I've got three areas of rain. I want you to speak on three areas. So it's going to seem a little bit disjointed, but each one is a promise, an invitation and a strategy. So each of the three areas of rain. So firstly, I felt the Lord say the promise of rain is at hand. So the rain as in the rain of his promises. Later, we're going to talk on the rain of his presence to refresh and heal. And lastly, we're going to talk on the latter rain, which is going to bring harvest and outpouring. So these three areas, I believe the Lord is specifically speaking over you in your new chapter. So as I said, God's closing one and opening one, your new chapter will have these headings and already has these headings written in it. The promise of rain. So the Lord took me to 1 Kings 18.41, which we know the story of Elijah, where Elijah tells Ahab that the sound of abundant rain is coming. Like Mez said, there's not a trinkle of rain there is a pour of rain. There is abundance of rain coming. What does Elijah do? He goes to Mount Carmel to intercede. He sends his servant out on the seventh time. He sees the small cloud, We've, we know this story, rising. And he knows that the Lord is going to break the drought. He knows it. 
He has faith to believe it. He knows that the promise of the complete breaking of drought is at hand. Why is the Lord bringing you this story? So he is saying the promise of his reign, the promise of the things he's spoken to you. So in this case, he said to Elijah, I'm sending rain to break the drought. What is the promise that God has said to you? Because that drought of not seeing the promise, which many of us have waited a long time for some promises. Hello. <laughs> I've waited a long time. Promise, promise, waiting God, barren land, barren land, barren land. Rain of God comes. The rain of God comes and breaks the drought. And God says, I will break the drought. Who sends the rain? Who sends the rain? God, God sends the rain, but what do we do? We wait in expectancy for the rain. We're like Elijah going, God, I know you're sending the rain. And you have people with you, like a lot of people here do to me, and these guys do to me. Katie, keep standing for the rain. Tim, keep standing for the rain. He is faithful. He is faithful. He is faithful. He will send the rain. He will break the drought. The number of times these guys have said to me, Keep standing, keep standing. The Lord is saying to you, he will break the drought. He is saying to you, do you hear the sound of abundance of rain? The rain of my promises is at hand. Rise up in faith and expectancy for all I have so spoken to break forth. Just like a wave breaks forth and breaks, you know, breaks the drought, brings a change. Okay, the drought is breaking and the rain of my presence and promises will spring forth. He says, you have watched with expectancy and prayed with fervency, watching for the sign of the rain cloud, just like Elijah. Do you believe I am changing your season? There's a lot of questions in what God's saying today. He keeps asking questions, but I think he's going, wait, did you hear that? Do you believe that? Wait. Did you hear that? Do you believe that? Okay, so then the Lord led me to Isaiah 35, where it says, I will make streams in the desert. What has been barren will spring forth with life. So they're very areas of dryness, where there's been the greatest dryness, where the ground's all parched and, not, you know, barren. Those are the areas the Lord highlighted to me. These are the areas that will spring forth with fruitfulness and life. These are the very areas the enemy has tried to contain and restrain you and contain the promise of God, contain the harvest that is actually coming. So as the rain falls and breaks forth, the season will spring forth. But the Lord is asking you first to have eyes to see the rain cloud and have ears to hear the abundant rain. Because some of you may not see the breaking of the drought tonight or tomorrow or whenever, you know, whenever God breaks the drought of your promise. But he's decreeing it over you in advance. He's decreeing over you. The drought is breaking. The drought is breaking. My rain is falling. You will hear the downpour of rain, not the sprinkle. I feel like God wants me to stop there. So I feel like God wants to pause. I was going to change. I was actually going to do this different, but now I don't feel that. So I feel like God wants to pause there because He doesn't want you to miss that part before we go into part two. Are we? Okay, so far? All right. I'm going to pray over you about this area. And then we're going to go on to the reign of God's presence. Lord, I thank you that you see like no one else sees. I thank you that you see the barren places, you see the hard ground, you see the time of waiting, you see the time of standing, you see the time of 
continuing to go back to partner in intercession for the promise, continuing to go back to stand and wait, to stand and wait, to stand and wait, to stand and wait. Lord, but I thank you that you have spoken it, that you have decreed it, that the rain is coming and the drought is breaking. I speak that over every promise in Jesus' name. I speak that the rain is coming on your promise. I prophesy over your promise that the rain of heaven will fall and drench the seed, will drench the barren places and fruit and fruitfulness and life and abundance will flow in that place. I decree that every work of the enemy will be cancelled will be cancelled. There's no word greater than the word of God. I thank you that the Father is faithful and he watches over his word to perform it. The Lord is watching over his word to perform it. I uproot every seed of unbelief. I uproot every seed of doubt. I uproot every seed of fear. I uproot every seed of timidity and I call forth a boldness to stand for the seed, to stand together for the seed of the promise and to stand together knowing that the sound is already here, knowing that the sound of the abundance of rain is already here in Jesus' name. Lastly, I hear the Lord say there's no time frame unknown by him. There's no time frame unknown by him. He knows the hour he will send the rain. He knows the hour of the breaking. But you can be 100% full of faith that it is coming and your new chapter is opened. So the reign of God's presence is here to refresh and heal. This is part two. So I hear the Lord say, meet me in the moment, meet me in the stillness. The reign of my presence is falling on hearts thirsty for me. Just like the painting, the, the heart is so thirsty for the rain, it's sucking in the word of God. The scars and wounds of the season have left many feeling dry and weary exhaustion due to continued stand has left many feeling depleted allow my rain to fall and bring refreshing renewing and healing so what is God saying God is saying that yes he sees the closing of the chapter but in that closing in the long time of standing in the battle in the hard there has been residues of What's the word to use? Dry, weary, scars, wounds, these things. And there's been exhaustion, actual exhaustion. I felt like God, when I first did these notes, I didn't have this part in it. And then on just a few days ago, I felt like the Lord say, put that in. So I'm supposed to tell you about a um, part for me personally. But for me personally, I feel I've, uh, my word would be exhaustion. Exhaustion in every way, just exhaustion. Exhaustion from the stand, exhaustion from things, exhaustion from the battle, the relentlessness of the battle, the wave after wave after wave after wave, just exhausting. Weariness. Why does God want me to tell you about this? Okay, so I feel the Lord saying some of his rain comes in unexpected ways. Some of his rain comes in instant healing. I speak life over you. I break off trauma in Jesus' name. Done. Not for you personally, just general. So sometimes it just happens like that. Other times the rain comes in unexpected ways. So this very week this happened to me. Sunday service, I'm worshipping God with my family, blah, blah, great, great, great. My heart was like that. I was like, God, I need a word. I need to feel, I feel thirsty. I feel like something. Then suddenly the Lord brought back to me a song that has been, or I wake up hearing this song 
pretty much most days, wake up hearing this song for months. It's a song by Leland, it's called Ark. I've been so drawn to this song, never really understanding why until the moment God dropped in that and then I understood why the rain was falling on my heart. The song lyrics go, through all the noise, I hear a small still voice saying, build yourself an ark. Let me heal your broken heart so that when the floodwaters rise and the sun goes dark, you'll be safe in my arms. I never knew the song until God started singing it over me and then I Googled it and found it was a real song. So God speaks to us in the swell. So the lyrics for me, this is suddenly understood why Mez sent me a message saying, I see that every time you play that song, it heals your heart, which it was, but I didn't know why. So the Lord downloaded to me in the service that those lyrics, in the swell, in the storm, he sees the hard place. He's not saying the floods aren't there. He's not saying the sun's not dark. It is actually a real battle. It is actually a real place of hardship. It is actually a real place where the flood is rising repeatedly. When the flood waters rise and the sun grows dark, this is your strategy. Sometimes in the midst of a situation or a barren place or while you're waiting for the breaking, God heals your heart and gives you a strategy. This is what he did for me. So he was saying, every time this situation comes, every time the floodwaters rise, which I see them, Katie, I see the floodwaters, they're not imaginary, they're there. You build yourself an ark around the truth of what I say, around the truth of my presence, around the stability of my word. Allow my word to pour into your heart and you will be safe from the floodwaters. It's healing in the place. So some of you will experience immediate healing, immediate healing of emotional issues, of physical issues, and some of you will be healed piece by piece or um, drink by drink. That's my case in this situation, drink by drink. That's why Mez's word of knowledge to me, I see God heals you in every time you play it. It was true. I was being healed with every drink of the song, with every drink of truth of the word of God. So the Lord wants you to meet him in the moment so that he will renew and fill you with his strength so instead of exhaustion, you'll be energised. Instead of, you know, dryness and weariness, you will feel rejuvenated. So then I heard the Lord say, I'm washing my people with my word, for I desire for my word to cleanse them of all that is not of me and fill them with my truth and power. So do we think the word of God does that? Do we think the word of God is powerful enough to wash out every residue? Is it powerful enough to bring forth flowers? And to revive our heart. So God's truth can wash away distortion of the enemy that takes root in our lives. But we need to allow the rain to wash because we can actually cap the rain. We can stop the rain from hitting our hearts. We can let the rain fall to the side. But I think there's an invitation to you to allow the word of God, the truth of God, to wash away those things that have taken root that are not of him. I felt the rain of his presence was here to water your soul bathe your wounds, cleanse your hurt and fill every void. They're the four things God told me. Water your soul, bathe your wound, cleanse your hurt and fill every void. So the Lord is wanting to separate out time for healing and time for those things 
sometimes they take time of pressing into God, of waiting in his presence. So that's on an individual level. I also felt the Lord highlight that as a group, as a church, you would do this in your region. You would be, people are going to be raised up from here to walk in physical healing, releasing emotional healing, releasing speaking life and the reign of heaven over regions in intercession. You know, these areas would actually bring healing and breakthrough and life. So this area is personal. This area is like, I think that's why he wanted me to give a personal thing. Because it's personal, it's kind of messy, it's like, okay, God, which bits do I still have there? Do I have some hope deferred? Do I have some resentment that I've had to wait so long? Do I have some, I don't know, whatever hurt or wound or whatever it is? So this is the part where I, where God is actually want, inviting you to release it to him, to ask him what it is. Sometimes there's areas we don't even know are there. We don't even know there's residues or specks of this, this and this that are stopping the flow of the washing. And sometimes we're just not diligent enough to pick up the word of God and read it and meditate on it and allow it to, to water our soul. So... Again, I feel like God wants to pause. He keeps saying, pause, pause, stop speaking. I tend to speak into the gap instead of waiting. <laughs> I'll just keep talking, God, and Jesus. But I feel like God is saying, pause, 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 pause. So we're going to pause. We're going to pause and ask him what area, what did he say it was called? The reign of God's presence is here to refresh and heal. Lord, I thank you that your presence brings life. I thank you that your word washes away what is not of you, washes away the residue, washes away, you know, the things that might have taken root that are not of you. Lord, I thank you that your, your downpour of rain brings soothing to our soul, brings bathing of wounds and disappointments, and cleanses us for the new so that our heart can pump with vigour and life and release your life to others. Lord, in Jesus' name, I ask that every person surrenders. We stand in surrender of the areas that are still needing washing. We stand in surrender of the areas that have residue or darkness or parts that are hindering the full flow of our heart and life. Lord, I thank you that your reign of your presence is falling in this place. In your presence, there is freedom and joy. I thank you that in your presence, hope springs forth. Lord, I speak forth hope in the places of barrenness. I speak forth hope in the places of where there's been deferred hope. Lord, I speak forth that you will raise up faith and hope in the hearts to believe for those things you've spoken. Lord, I speak to the wounds, the wounds that have been left by words that are not your word. Lord, I uproot every lie and deception of the enemy and I speak forth your word of truth and power that it will take root and seed and it will spring forth in abundant harvest. Lord, I thank you that every, every disappointment is washed by your kindness. Lord, I ask that your presence, your, your presence would be so near to everyone that they would feel your kindness, feel your kindness embracing them, 
feel your, the kindness of your arms around them, that under, their, under your arms they're sheltered under your wings, that they are wrapped in your favour, that they are your chosen ones. Lord, I ask that every word spoken that is outside of your, your word and your identity of them and your purpose and plan, Lord, that it be cancelled. And I speak a curse over every one of those words and I uproot those words of death and destruction in Jesus' name. I speak forth words of life, liberty and hope. Lord, I thank you that your power is sufficient to cover every wound, that your love is greater than any disappointment. I thank you for the divine exchange, that you're at the table inviting your people to the divine exchange. I thank you that we have boldly walking up to the throne of grace and saying, thank you, Jesus, I will take hope in the place of hope deferred. Thank you, Jesus, I will take faith in the place of doubt. Thank you, Jesus, I will take boldness to stand in the face of fear. Thank you, Jesus, I will take healing in the place of wounding. Thank you, Jesus, I will lay down every disappointment in the knowledge that you're faithful to fulfill everything you've spoken. Thank you, Lord, that you are the... You are standing in the gap and and literally exchanging. You are standing before your people right now, Jesus, and you are saying, hand it over. Hand it over now. Hand it over now. Lord Jesus is standing before you and he is saying, I am the king of kings. Am I not powerful enough to give you a divine exchange Am I not powerful enough to exchange it in a moment? Am I not powerful enough to speak forth what I desire to speak forth? I am the word. I am the word. I de- what I decree comes forth. What is the Lord asking you to hand over? What is he asking you to exchange? Rise up in faith for divine exchange. He said at the start, meet me in the moment. This is the moment. Don't let it go past. What is the moment? The Lord exchanges honour for shame. There are so many things he can exchange in a moment. The Lord says he can exchange battle-weary scars for for badges of victory. Battle-weary scars for badges of victory. He has seen the battle. He has seen the continued stand. He has seen it. He is exchanging it for for badges of victory, badges of authority over the enemy for the very areas the enemy thought he had taken from you are the very areas you will call out in boldness and reclaim. Call call out in boldness and reclaim. The Lord is calling you to speak out a reclamation of everything that the enemy has stolen. Every delay is cancelled in Jesus' name and a recompense and a sevenfold return is coming in Jesus' name. There's there's weight on that. Sorry. There is there is weight on that. We've been talking about for weeks divine exchange. God has been speaking divine exchange. And in the spirit, I saw a muzzle over some people. It was like the enemy's trying to stop you from actually decreeing what you need to decree. Because because the words that we speak are life, all they are death. Amen. You know, we 
the power of the tongue to speak and we don't realize the power of declaration. You know, not just any declaration, but, but a declaration that aligns with the Word of God, a declaration that aligns with heaven. When it aligns with heaven or when it aligns with the Word of God, we come into agreement and it is done. And I really feel that God is wanting to take some, the muzzles off some of His people that the enemy has tried to put on you. And you actually need to get a bit vocal and you say, God, I give you my disappointment and I take hold of hope in Jesus' name. Lord, I give you my trauma and I receive healing in Jesus' name. Whatever it is for you. Can we just get bold for a minute? It's like three people. Can I invite you to stand? Is this all right? Oh, good. Can I invite you to stand? It doesn't matter what the person next to you is saying. It's not about that. It's between you and God. But I feel in the Spirit, you need to vocalize it. God, I give you my disappointment and I receive fresh hope. I give you my sorrow and I receive joy. I give you my, my lethargy, my battle weariness, and I receive your strength because we're strong in the Lord. Whatever it is for you, decree it. Declare it. Say, God, I give you that and I receive this. Come on, lift your voices. Oh, call out to him. Believe that there is a heavenly transaction that is taking place over your life right now in Jesus' name. That the patterns and the cycles that you found yourself in have been broken in Jesus' name because he's making a highway. He's making a way in the wilderness. Oh, I feel the weight in the spirit realm over divine Exchange. Exchange it with God. And maybe it's going to happen right here in this moment for you. Or maybe as Katie said, it might happen tomorrow. It might happen next week. But keep saying, God, I give you this and I receive that in Jesus' name. Is there an amen? Is there an amen? So... Okay, so Tim, just wait up. So I feel the Lord say, pause again, pause again. So he doesn't want to move from the moment. So he wants, you can sit, sorry. He still wants to, there's some, the same line of thinking with the boldness. The Lord wants you to boldly come before the table that he set and say, I exchanged those things. But then I saw another table and he wants you to boldly take back what is yours. Boldly take back what is yours. Lord, I thank, like these things, Lord, I thank you that I am a daughter of the king and everything, the path that you have set for me cannot be changed that I will walk in the steps that you have ordained and there's no way the enemy will snatch that from me. I thank you that you're taking back, that you are reclaiming every area of health and life and liberty and purpose and function. I thank you that you are taking back I also see people saying things over their children, but taking things back for those that you have stood for. I hear the Lord say that the table is set. The table is set and the table is not moving. The table's not moving. The Lord is still saying there's more exchanges. There's more exchanges. There's exchange of physical. The Lord says if he speaks it, does it not happen? 
Who spoke the world into being? If the Lord speaks it, does it not happen? Do we believe the word of God that the Lord watches over his word to perform it? Do we believe it? Do we believe the promises? Someone has something to say. Jules, is that you? Someone has something to say. Someone, someone here. I'm. I keep turning this way. Um, as Katie was saying that, I just saw a table, and it was like a long table set with all the promises of God on it, and it's for us to go up and take them. It's for us to go up and just take them off that table. They're yours. It's like a banquet. But it's not food. It's the promises of God. And God wants you to come and take them. He wants you to come and boldly receive off that table. Thank you, Lord. I had a dream one time and I was in this room and um, was taken into the room and I was instructed in this dream to... Take inventory of everything that is on that table. And I think what God's saying is he has prepared a table for us. He's got everything for us, but we have to pay attention. We have to go to him and say, what what do you got for me? Show me and seek it out. Take inventory. It's good, isn't it? I prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies. What do your enemies say when there's a table set? What are they trying to say? That won't change. Think about, you know, Sam Ballard and Tobiah, you know, and, you know, with uh, Nehemiah and the things that they spoke about him. Think about all these people in Scripture, you know, when, you know, they're just speaking all these lies and they're just speaking all this, you know, disappointment and stuff. In the presence of your enemies, there is a table set before you. Which voice do you choose to listen to? God, tune us into your voice. Tune everything else out that we would hear your voice and your voice alone. And we we would come and partake from your table. Is there an amen? Okay, so lastly, I hear the Lord say that the promise is from me. So when um, there was when we were describing the table and the promises on the table, I felt I started to hear some people saying to God, but is that my promise? Is that my promise? Am I allowed to take that promise? Is that my promise? And I heard all these people kind of tentatively going up going, I'm sure if that has my name on it. Yes, it does. It must be mine. You're not sure. I felt like the Lord wants me to speak over you. The promise is for you. The promise is for you. The promise has your name on it. The promise is already written in your new chapter. The promise is yes. The promise is for taking. The promise, he's handing it to you. He's going, please take, please take, please take. Please take this promise. The promise is for you. So what? there were quite a few. I heard like so many voices. I heard your internal The Lord was showing me your internal dialogue with him saying, but remember how I thought you said that, was that really from you? The Lord is saying, yes, the promise is from him. The promise is of him. All right. I feel like God's safe in everyone now. Number three, this is the shorter one. God will bring the latter rain of harvest and outpouring. So this third area the Lord led me to, Deuteronomy 11.14. He will give the rain for your land in its season, the early rain and the latter rain, that you may gather in your grain and your wine and your oil. 
Do you remember God said that every area is a promise, an invitation, and a strategy? So the promise is that the latter rain of harvest and outpouring is coming to you. It is written in your new chapter. So the promise is one of blessing and harvest. So in Israel, we know that the former rain is for ploughing, planting. The latter rain is for like maturing of the crops and harvesting. So this is where the Lord's highlight is, on the maturing, harvesting side. So he said that you've sown seeds of faith and obedience and now you'll see a harvest. You'll see this season of maturing. Um, so he's seen you, you've seen him move in your midst. You've seen amazing things as a group. You have. Even moving in here is amazing. But you've seen the Lord move in amazing ways. But you haven't seen anything yet. You haven't seen anything yet. Actually, the Lord's asked me to pause. Him and Bonnie, your, I feel your shirt's a prophetic statement. When I first got up here, I was like, God started talking to me about the seed of faith, the mustard seed, how you're both wearing mustard. And I feel the Lord saying to you that you, are, you both walk in faith, but the Lord is going to cause you to to. Tim, the Lord's going to cause you to speak out words of faith in a way you haven't done before. And the Lord says, you will speak to the mountain and it will move. You will have a boldness to proclaim and a faith to believe that the God, the God of all creation will move and you will speak and you will believe it will happen and you will see it happen. The Lord says, nothing is impossible for those who believe my word and speak it forth with boldness. And Bonnie, I felt that you also walked in word of faith but that your shirt does it have flowers or some harp like harvest thing on it he told me it had flowers on it okay it has flowers on it because the lord you're going to speak forth faith in others and you will see a bursting forth and a harvest of faith in many people that you raise up you will see it but you're like a multiplication of faith a multiplication of faith in others whereas tim will speak out faith and see things shift you will speak forth faith in others and build others' faith. I heard the Lord saying, My spirit has moved in your midst and you have had a foretaste of what is to come, that the latter rain will be greater than the former. My word does not return void and I bring to completion all I have spoken. Be positioned and ready for the harvest, for surely I will do wonders in your midst. You have seen the former rain, now look for and be ready for the latter rain. Guard the gates of your region in intercession and be a light on hill. Then I felt the strategy the Lord gave me was Zechariah 10.1, ask the Lord for rain. Ask the Lord for rain in the time of the latter rain. So the Lord is speaking over you, your new chapter a decree from heaven has gone out that your new chapter will have latter rain. What do you do? Your strategy is to prepare, position, look for the latter rain, but ask God for the rain in the time of the latter rain. Ask God for the rain. Stand in intercession asking God, Lord, send the latter rain. so that you will gather in your grain, you'll have everything you need, you'll have wine and oil. Then the latter rain will be marked by an anointing you have not seen before. It will be marked by an anointing of the Spirit that will well forth and go out. So now I feel that all four of us are supposed to pray. I don't know what God's going to play, but whatever you think. But um, Lord, I thank you that you have already written on the pages of their new chapter. Lord, I thank you that I can see it in the spirit realm. I thank you that it is opened, ready, 
to be actioned by angels from heaven. Lord, I ask that they will be released now in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord, that you're releasing battalions of angels to stand guard in this place and to war in the spirit. And what the enemy has tried and purposed will not succeed in Jesus' name. I thank you that every accusation, every lie of the enemy, every deception, every attack of the enemy and Every form, Lord, is cancelled in Jesus' name. I thank you that those fighting for these ones are way greater than those standing against them. I thank you that you have decreed the new day and the new day comes with power. I thank you that you have decreed the new day and the new day comes with provision. I call in the provision in Jesus' name and I call in the army of heaven to stand i thank you that the new day is not released without your favor your blessing your hand your protection your guidance your and your goodness lord i thank you that every new chapter is written in completeness and i decree and i speak to the spirit realm and i say your hands will not touch this chapter i decree this chapter is sealed and sealed and protected by heaven i decree that the lord himself is releasing it to you now in jesus name i thank you that your latter rain will fall in abundance i thank you that the rain of his presence will fill this place in jesus name i thank you that you are raising up wells of living water to be released and gushing out of this place in Jesus' name. Thank you. Yeah, I decree and I declare that the presence of God is in your midst as you walk with humility. Humble yourselves before the Lord. I thank you, Jesus, that you delight to bring healing and wholeness. You delight to bring life in abundance. I decree and I declare you shall walk healed and whole in Jesus' mighty name. He delights that his joy would fill you and overflow. He delights to pour out his tender kindness, his gentle, loving embrace. He delights in you. He sees you. He cherishes you. 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 He calls you by name. Before the foundation of the earth, he knew you. He ordained every step that you will take. I thank you, Jesus, for the breath of life that you are breathing afresh today. Breathe out the old and breathe in the new. Cobwebs go. Lies, deception go in the name of Jesus. We break off doubt and unbelief. We receive hope. We receive belief in you, Jesus. It's not in ourselves. It's in you, almighty God, creator of the universe, Lord God, almighty, sovereign king, master of all things, for whom nothing is impossible. We lift your name on high. We decree all glory and honor belongs to the king of kings. I thank you, Jesus, that this place will be a lighthouse that it will be a place that carries oil, that there'll be an abundance of finances, abundance of grace and peace, an abundance of people willing to serve the community, an abundance and an overflow in you, Jesus, in humility, in servanthood, in your presence, in intimacy with you, Jesus, the overflow comes. I ask, Holy Spirit, that you cause them to hunger and thirst for righteousness, hunger and thirst for your intimate presence, Holy Spirit. Come and cloak and clothe them afresh in your presence. Beautiful Lord, beautiful Saviour, we thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God.
Um, yesterday in worship, I saw a barrel, a wooden barrel, and it was full of water. It wasn't wine. And I saw a hand tapping it, and the water started to gush out of it. And I believe this is um, a symbolic, a prophetic picture for what has been spoken today and um, been released today. And I just feel like you're just about to see that gushing forth of that water. And so I just pray into this. Thank you, Lord God, that you are releasing that water, that you're tapping the water of that barrel, Lord God, and that this water is gushing forth powerfully, Lord God. I thank you. I thank you for the washing, for the cleansing, for the purifying, for the refreshing. Thank you, Lord God, for each and every person in here and walking past this place, that they will feel refreshed. They will feel refreshed, that every dry place is refreshed in your name, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I just hear you say that what is all this without love? And so I just pray, Father, that you will flood us, flood our hearts and our souls and our bodies and ourselves with your unfailing, never-ending, constantly crashing over us love. Because, Father, if we don't have love, we have nothing. And if we don't love well, we don't see how you see. And so, Lord, I'm one of those that sit here and go, is that really for me, Lord? Is that promise for me? But I want to take it. But I only want to take it if you give me your love so that I can, you know, so many times we do things in love, Lord, but we think it's in love, but it's in our fleshly love and we stuff up. <laughs> so I, don't, I want to take these promises and I want you to use me, but only if I can see people the way that you see them. Give me the eyes to see the way that you see people and pray for every single person in this church, Lord, that you will give them the eyes to see the people out there. Give them the eyes to know and to see and the hearts to understand how to draw people to you. And the only way is to acts of love, kindness and the bubbling joy that comes out. So I invite you to wait in that moment and wait in that place of receiving God's presence and allowing his love to wash over you, allowing his love to ignite you, allowing his love to reinvigorate you. I hear the Lord say, I am more than enough. I am more than enough to fill every void, to fill every area of emptiness, to fill every area of doubt, loneliness, grief. I am more than enough. I don't, I see the areas, I hear your pain, I hear your cry, I collect every tear, that I am more than enough. I am more than enough to cover it. I am more than enough to walk you through it. I am more than enough to revive you in the process. I am more than enough to build you an ark while you wait for the downpour. I am more than enough to carry you above the flood floodwaters. I am more than enough to stand beside you. I am more than enough. So many times we look to needing other things or needing encouragement, even needing prophetic words. But God himself is more than enough. God's word is more than enough. I also felt Tim might have one or two of these as well, but there was some... I know everyone, if you're wanting to go, we've kind of finished, but I had some words of knowledge about certain healings that God was placing on my heart that he wanted to heal today. So, and I think, I'm pretty sure you'll have one as well. 
He was telling me he had one. But if you want to stay for that, you can. If you don't, I'll totally release you to go. But for me personally, I felt you guys had some as well. But I felt I, the Lord kept saying kidneys to me, kidneys, and someone had a throat-ish, throat problem as well. But those two things was what was highlighted to me, but you guys might have. Yeah. So I would say, um, she said, we, the food will be arriving in about 10 minutes. So we've still got 10 minutes. No, that's okay. The food's arriving in 10 minutes. Some people, that, a couple people that do have to go and come back or stuff, but the food will be out there and that's all good. Um, so we do have to, yeah. All the tent pegs in the region go beyond Jinjin and Childers to gain that. And I felt a kingdom connection that you were like the gatekeepers coming from that direction to join in a kingdom partnership and the, ex- the border of the region is extended. So I want to just decree that over you today. And I, f- I feel the Lord say to you that you have sown seeds in hard times. You have sown seeds. You've sown faithful seeds just diligently sowing, 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 sowing in hard times. And the Lord says that you will see a bursting forth of living water from your seed. The Lord is going to cause a downpour to come on your seed. And your faith, obedience and diligence in the stand has not gone unnoticed by God. He sees that you have sown in the place of dryness. You have just kept sowing and sowing and sowing. And you have felt like the seed has fallen on dry ground and hasn't even gone in. The Lord says that he has caused the seed. He, You have release the seed but he will cause the seed to go into fertile ground and you will see a rapid harvest of the seed in Jesus name so as similar to the table that we had I felt the Lord wanted to push you a little bit now in this area and that you are just like he said that you are going to go out and be vessels of healing some of you will speak healing like emotional healing, some of you will walk in physical healing, some of you will speak forth intercessory healing of a region. I felt the Lord wanted you to actually do it, like actually voice it, actually put it into practice so that it's activated, just like we did with the table where we in faith saw Jesus standing here with the promises. It's like he's saying the same thing and saying, be bold now. Look at your new chapter. Do you actually believe it? Ask the Lord what your key in bringing healing is. Is it the key of encouragement of healing? Is it the key of believing God is actually going to give you physical healing? What is the, I think there's an anointing of healing. The Lord kept repeating this to me as Sarah was praying, anointing of healing, anointing of healing, anointing of healing. One of your new chapter things says anointing of healing, healing anointing, healing anointing in all different aspects, like in not in one flavour, in all these flavours. So can we be bold and actually pray for each other? Can we actually be bold? Is it okay to do this? Is it okay? So we could have a a group over here who want to stand 